0: Life is not a box of chocolates. But that won't stop me from ordering them on Uber Eats.
1: Sorry, I forgot my props, but I just want Ralph and Drew to stop.
0: <laughs> oh, I I really. You guys, it's Andy's girls. We're, we're gonna get to it. I really there's a lot to say about that moment and that final part, but You know what? There's also a lot to say about this return guest. You know him as New York Times bestselling author whose credits include I can't date Jesus and I don't want to die poor. I mean, same. okay? same. Welcome back to Andy's Girls, Michael Arsenault. Michael, how are we?
1: I'm better than that. (laughs) um reunion and cringeworthy performance how are you
0: (laughs) i mean i wish i could say same so michael and i just had a little uh chit chat because i got the i had the pleasure of seeing um a doctor this afternoon because i fucked up my back in an old back injury which is now, is there something about like joints or something? I don't know. At one point, the physical medicine doctor like drew me a chart like on the paper on the little like patient bed. And then he quizzed me. He's like, so what mm-hmm. did I just say? And I was like, I can't, <laughs> I don't speak this language. I
1: I Words can't tell
0: ouch. you honestly. He was like showing me photos of the X-rays that they had done, and I was like, "Cool." He's like, "Oh, and then this, and then it's positive." And I'm thinking, "Positive is a good thing," except positive, when medical terms, is typically bad. So it was a lot. Um, suffice it to say, I am not recording in the claw office right now. I am recording in bed with an ice pack on my lower back, and we're just gonna pray. The pain away. Okay, Michael, we're going to pray it away.
1: Oh, I've started praying on it. Yes. Um, God will still understand even my shade coming aside. Uh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm following. uh, Heal her. I think I'm really truly following what Drew and Ralph have uh, going for their marriage is to just like hope for the best, maybe even (laughs) when we're getting divorced. I mean, you referenced it in your tagline. I feel like we just need to hop to it because that reunion i mean what the what the fuck did we just watch what the fuck did we just watch
1: it it all but affirm like i am really glad i hope they take a long break with this show and figure Mm -hmm. out how to move forward but yesterday was okay so i don't want drew there Mm -hmm. um i think she's brought the value of the show down that aside Part of that has always been, I've been really uncomfortable watching her married to this, who initially I thought was handsome, but it's more or less like a very tiny psychopath, (laughs) gaslight her for years. And then what made it worse was that her, which is essentially what it bothers me about the show, is like, y'all are not friends. You all are co-workers with clear hostilities towards each other who will exploit everything as like a one-upmanship. It was very uncomfortable watching, really outside of Kenya and Sonya, um show any real concern for drew in those moments but it was just really cringe down to the performance like i don't i don't know what to believe with either of them like i don't believe anything but i do know ralph is bad like ralph is bad (laughs) to say the least
0: what do you think the agreement was with drew and production i mean uh, andy made the point of being like you don't have a say in this production asked him to be here and so he is here But what do you think those conversations were like with Drew? I mean, was the ability for her to perform her new single the way to, I don't know, get her to do this? She was going to be there regardless, but it just feels like... Such a shitty move to have Ralph there for so long. Like I don't even like do a video like other past like ex-husbands, ex-boyfriends have done their dumb little fucking from Paul Nassif to I mean, Brooks has been off and on, but like sent have him send in a video package like the amount of time that they wanted to spend on embarrassing Drew was right. surprising to me like that's an indicator that this season was like fucking bad but also like how do you have that conversation with your cast member where you're saying it's not about giving him a platform it's about giving him essentially equal time to what you yourself have
1: i did i mean i'm like kenya my like, girl well these props from but cuz i usually search kenya before she goes on the set <laughs> now but The, the, yes, everything, I just, (laughs) I felt honestly really bad for Drew. I don't believe, I'm on her, I mean, if you have to, I mean, not if you have to choose, I don't like Ralph. I want her to be happy, healthy away from that man, but to your point, like, I just found it really shitty to do to her. They could have at least, he could have taped the thing or honestly for the performance at least, send him backstage. Let a camera show him backstage as she, you know, hits this note. I mean, t- she did hit the note despite the tears, but it just was cringy. It was embarrassing. Andy's like, oh, I've never been on the couch. <laughs> While we're watching like this weird shit. And then I also, I, Charade can go. Um <gasps>
0: Wow. It's now the time. It's now the time for that kind of statement, really.
1: I don't like um the out well, it felt like they were trying to out her essentially with the tie situation.
0: Which yeah. I didn't out-drew. like yeah, out Drew,
1: which I really don't like. Um Marlo every so, o- so often never lets me forget that she actually used like the elf um I'm only saying it because there was homophobic Sentiments behind the things she was saying to Drew, as she was egging her on about Ty. I didn't like the same thing about Courtney and your gay relationship, and they repeated that comment. They're like, they're like these. I don't understand why this cast consistently is trips up over like the idea of bisexuality or like lesbianism. It's just there's a certain concept that I honestly feel really disappointing to like watch, especially like a city of Atlanta. But I just find it very thinly veiled homophobia in the midst of that. And to be honest, if anyone should be that upset, it would be Mimi Faust, (laughs) Faust from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and that because her and Ty have been on again, off again for forever from my understanding. I get that, but I just, there's a way that they talk about it. It's just very sensational. And I guess they technically do that with everything in Atlanta, but there's to me just, it's not, it's very thinly veiled homophobia, which I don't really find that interesting. Um, but even with Sheree, the reason why I said because it, it was just nasty. I was like, You <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of her on the props too, to be honest." Sheree mm-hmm. doesn't give anything. I know she had that little comment where she was like, "They keep bringing me back." From my understanding, they've offered. I mean, yes, you are a legend, but they've offered you like three dollars to come back in the past. You didn't take it, and they have also downgraded you several times because you didn't give anything. You just kind of show up to be messed. And like after all of that, and then she ends with, you know. We're going to come back. I just want us all to come back together. I was like, girl, are you still selling this dream that you are not, that you are the unifier now and not the bone collector? Like, that's not your job.
0: Can we go back a second? Because the point that you made about thinly veiled homophobia is, I think, an important one to make because there is a conversation that's happening across franchises so far In relation to Beverly Hills online, but -hmm. there's this conversation of what are you using to make the punchline for your joke in conversation about some of these housewives having relationships potentially with other women. And as someone who's not a part of the LGBTQ community, I've had that conversation offline with several people, including other content creators. And I do have sort of like the general majority feeling from people that is one that is disconcerting about the ways that other housewives and other people on social have discussed this stuff, which seems to be framed by other cast members, and also the edit as a question of whether or not someone is lying. Like, this gets to the heart. We're allowed to say these things, and we're allowed to make jokes on top of them because Mm -hmm. at the core of this is a question of whether or not Drew lies on camera and whether or not she's manipulating elements of her storyline of things that she wants to share and does Mm -hmm. not. And I think... The thing that many of us, especially people who aren't a part of the gay and queer community have to keep in mind is when you insert the idea of saying to someone who is not publicly identifying as bisexual, who's saying on camera, I've never kissed a woman, if you are using that as a punchline for a joke, or you are, as you said, outing them and thinking you have the right to do that because it's a question of truth... I don't think that's really an ideal conversation to go down because it's crossing boundaries of like I think elements of a person's identity and privacy that shouldn't be a punchline. It makes it makes me as like a total outsider to this a little uncomfortable because I don't know enough and I don't have the life experience To be able to say this is out and out wrong, I'm just listening to people who are telling me that they're uncomfortable with it.
1: Yeah, I'm uncomfortable um, for a lot of just because to your point, it just weaponizes something that shouldn't be. And the thing is, Drew lies to me like Donald Trump. Watching her is like stage. Poorly, horribly, flippantly, everything. I just don't know what to believe. It's just ridiculous. Um, She is... There is a stage play aspect to her performance on... I'm not to say that she's been completely lying the entire time. I do think last night in the reunion, there were a lot of examples of her clearly bothered. I don't think she's that great an actress. I do think she's talented, but I believe her. But I don't like the weaponization of it. I also could... The thing with Drew is she hasn't said any of this. I don't know if it's route. I don't know if she's incapable. I'm not trying to be insulting. Like to ad hominem, she's not always the sharpest. Um, maybe she just communicates differently. Like when she said, "We don't say the word, we don't say shot in Chicago." It's like, girl, that's like that's an example of one of her ridiculous laws. I'm just like that doesn't make sense. I think her religious background, particularly if she's from my understanding, like Kojic, for me that could inform because there has been a moralistic tone to even some of Drew's. Has criticism of some of her castmates and how they mm-hmm. get down, like what well, was the Jezebel thing that she did about Latoya? If it's not, I like I I imagine a lot of that informs maybe some of her. I'm just assuming resistance to kind of embrace the fact that she might be attracted to women that she engages in women. I think that's fine. Um, and if she actually has a journey about that, or maybe she doesn't identify, I, sure, but I just don't it's like they know that she's not telling the truth about that because many of them have seen it with their own eyes, but it's just the tone of the comments that really put me off. And particularly with Atlanta, there's a huge queer population there. And a lot of the show's greatest hits, while there are many legends from that show, but it has never been lost on me that, like a lot of people from like pop culture, things mean, they borrow from queer culture, particularly the language. It's like, it, it reminds me once again, like everyone's cool with gay people, until there's a situation where you can use that aspect of us, our sexuality or expressions against us in a really nasty, negative, just unhelpful way, particularly in this larger cli- climate where queer and trans and bisexual people are being literally targeted from all over. And I, I just, it makes me really uncomfortable. Um, I, I just hate to watch it. And uh, with Marlo, sometimes I just think there's a general nastiness to whatever she says. I don't want her there either. If I, if I haven't, I really could just keep Kenya, Candy, and Kenya, and we can switch. We can switch switch over. I have a feeling they're going to keep Drew because she's given that much, and Portia needs a friend.
0: Do you think that they are? Because I think it's like done now. I
1: want them. I want them to.
0: You think that they can squeeze more water from this stone or whatever the fucking phrase is? Like, what else is there to say? She's in a terrible marriage with <laughs> a guy who she's like. I mean, the worst part of the reunion, if I'm being dead ass honest Mm. and I watched the episode twice, there were so many really there were so many moments that gave me such deep secondhand cringe where I was like, Mortified. There were also moments where I was laughing, and that included the secondhand embarrassment, like Andy (laughs) watching (laughs) Drew sing to her estranged husband. I did laugh at him. (laughs) I was laughing so fucking hard, and a part of that was like, "This is so embarrassing." Like, I'm not going to say it wasn't bad TV. I'm just going to say it was like wild yes <laughs> it's like wow, like, it's,
1: it's bizarre cringeworthy I'm like what is happening I cannot believe she did that I would have been like he has to move like let me sing my song like
0: maybe it, she wanted him to be there like maybe she was her, like she if, probably if, did if he's gonna get <laughs> like this much screen time then fuck he's gonna have to sit here As I sing this song that's seemingly about him, like I pulled up the lyrics and (laughs) one of the verses, you the blame for these tears on my pillow. You the one that said you wanted this official got me wondering, was we ever anything? Because I this is like a haiku because I would hate to think you've been out here playing games with my heart. And if that's not the case, then tell me why would you throw it away? Why you want to throw us away now, baby? Why you want to throw us away now, baby? Why you want to throw us away now, baby? Is she worth it? Like, I don't know if the she is supposed to be Courtney or any number of women around the world who've participated. Like, it is a small world after all. But like, this is, I mean...
1: Why didn't she listen to her sister mom, Allison, and out him? Tell us the P.I. stuff, because she can't be worth it. And Drew, you should take that situation and light it on fire, because he did on TV for three years. I don't get it.
0: And you mean outing him as an adulterer? Oh, like, as an adulterer. Him as a cheater, as an adulterer, just, just so we're yes. on the not, same page. N- no, not we're the other, not. The, not the other thing. Although someone made a joke referencing that during the reunion, too. I forget who it was, but I was like, oy ve. Like, we're now going in all different directions.
1: It's always an insult with them.
0: Always an insult. But the worst part of this was not even, to me, in terms of, like, secondhand, embar- secondhand embarrassment, it wasn't even that moment. The worst part of it was listening to Drew say, I would be open to, yes, like, like staying together. I thought to myself, like, are you fucking insane? Like, I are you just saying that? Because I think she actually almost means it like I think when I when Ralph her. when Ralph is like I still love my wife like I think they both somehow meet at a certain point I'm like maybe you do deserve to continue to be together except I wouldn't wish that kind of marriage on literally anyone but it is Fucking nuts to me to have Drew talk about the fact that this man has gaslit her, whatever term you want to use, for eight years or longer. Talk about the fact that he does not respect her, respect her emotions, and is constantly using and weaponizing them against her. And then be like, but you know what? You know, yeah, I would be okay. Or I would be open to. What the fuck are you actually talking about? That is wild to me.
1: And it, it's like, I mean, it's bad enough on television, but he's consistently, since the announcement of their divorce, online has been saying like the worst things about her. I just, I do not get it. I do believe when she said that, I actually, I damn near screamed um, because I did believe her. But I don't want to, I mean, I really, I, I want the best for her. I want her to get away from him. I hope they don't get back together because I also don't want to watch that on TV. I've really I've been uncomfortable with watching them for years. It's just strange to watch. And also the Courtney thing is really weird. The way she looked at him backstage.
0: Oh, she wanted to fuck him. Yes. Or fuck over Drew. There was some weird, and they're not actually cousins, so I feel comfortable right. saying that.
1: And she lived in Tampa. Right. <laughs> there's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's some fucking weird ass tension, or maybe they're both getting off on fucking with Drew. Like there is some very strange there's definitely some sort of tension between them and some sort of link to I feel a certain way when I know I am destroying this woman that is so disturbing when you think about the fact that he's also saying like yeah like could we make it work maybe and Drew's like is this is this man like dragging me through the streets of hell did he leave Uh, incriminating text messages outside she by Sheree's door, like it's like fucking Moses in a basket. Like when we talk about the biblical, let alone bibliography of all of this, like, and you're saying after all of this, this man who is using the word thespian In a way in his confessional that is not giving the definition of what that actually he's participating in this kind of narrative to fuck with you. And you think that it's a good idea to put out the words outside of your body that you might be interested in making this work. Like none of this is working, not using this as the entirety of the reunion. Literally none of this is working. And I wish that when Drew was singing those lyrics to Ralph, literally to him, like literally to him, I wish she was remembering at any point that like, he doesn't like her. And I don't think she (laughs) likes him.
1: Right. She does not. I don't. I don't know what that is. I some people assume like marriage is really forever. I don't know if that's it. I don't know what that is, but I do know I'm tired of looking at it. Um, It just. It was interesting to watch because I don't think I've ever seen anything like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's, I mean, like, we can check that off the list of, like, one of the most uncomfortable moments, and I do have to shout out Kenya, who was literally translating in the best part, because you know she's had to do this any number of times with Mark, explaining to Ralph the ways that, like, his use of love is not an active verb, and his idea of love is, like, harming his wife if this is what he thinks love looks like then no one should be in love no one deserves to have that kind of love and for this fucking piece of shit like he is such trash to look at her and say well how long were you married as if to say that she should have put up with six more years so it can equal the amount of time that he's been married to drew versus Kenya knew better and it only required two years before she realized she didn't want this to be the rest of her life. Like he's looking at her and trying to use that against her. And the way she responded to him, I was like, 100%, this is why you need Kenya on the show. And yes. 100%, someone needed to say this. And I'm so thankful that she did.
1: I'm really glad Kenya was there. It, I, it was honestly just genuinely disappointing to watch most of the cast. Stay Not silent. at all. Mm-hmm. not just stay silent or actively contribute to his cause with someone, you know, a lot better. I did not like how he responded to Kenya. That was, I mean, I already can tell how he talks he speaks to women because right. he, he to does wife. not
0: like women. He is not a big fan.
1: No, it was just, I, I don't want him on TV. I don't want to see him. I just, I don't like anything about that. And that was actually one of the better moments because Kenya was kind of barely there in the first part, but to be honest, I was barely there too watching it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's not good. Like the the show needs help. Um, A resurrection. Um, And I I think to say what you mentioned earlier, I personally don't want Drew back. I think we've seen everything we needed to see, but I don't know if they'll let her go if Portia returns and that would be her friend. I remember that put in my ear and I was like, oh, I could see that. Um, because she's given so much, but I don't need her. I just have something that let her go, but I want her to go. Do you don't think so?
0: well first off I really don't I think we're good like I don't think we need Drew like I'm like the fact that I agree the response is typically like but she's at the center of plot this season and my reaction to that is like yes and that is a huge part of the problem like yes I don't I have seen enough if she continued I honestly really truly wouldn't have a problem with it like Drew is not the biggest issue in Atlanta Atlanta is the biggest issue in Atlanta so she's not responsible for Mm -hmm. bearing the weight of storyline that overall is just like not working right now. (sighs) If Drew was to continue on the show, I wouldn't be mad about it, but Mm -hmm. I don't think that that is literally the answer to absolutely anything. And I don't need to see Ralph ever again. And I think the issue for production is that they probably do want... (laughs) to see more of Ralph and that's that's where you lose me because it's like we've seen enough of this this man sucks their marriage is incredibly toxic the fact that they are fighting with each other about who filed first as if like that is in any way close to at the heart of why they're filing to begin with like he is not being honest about what he has done I mean hashtag Tampa forever I don't know if when it comes to her honesty, even in relation to the way he treats her. I I do believe that she's being honest to herself in that moment when she's talking about the level of pain that she feels being in this relationship to him. But again, when you're like, I would be open to us reconciling, I don't know what to do with that because I thought Drew in filing for divorce was saying that she had had enough and it just it really genuinely does break my heart the fact that she's like leaving that door open i don't i assume she means it when she says it and that's the worst part for me i wish she was bullshitting but i don't think she is and that is terrifying
1: agree i don't think druke is actually capable of being honest enough to make her a more interesting character on the show or at least to keep watching I could take periodic updates about her sister. Oh, my God. Justice
0: for Allison, by the way. And in that moment when Allison was like opening the door or whatever, standing in the doorway, dealing with Courtney. And I'm just thinking to myself, like Allison is seemingly we don't know a ton about her. But what we have seen has been consistent and emotionally vulnerable. And the fact that she has had to deal with this man as her brother-in-law for so many years is like Not great, but fucking Courtney. It's like Courtney is such a piece of shit and so stupid. She's so fucking dumb and everything she does is so obvious that it's just frustrating that she gets any kind of airtime. She's like a gnat. Like I don't need to (laughs) like just be done. Like I know in the summer months or whatever, whenever gnats are in season, that's like that's the moment for them. But I don't need – to see more of her. I've seen so much that this is, again, another indicator. Like, spoiler alert, this season wasn't great by the amount of time that we are giving to Courtney in the storylines that we're seeing. Like, if she's the conduit to Ralph and that's it, and her one job is to fuck with Drew and the ways that she's doing, it, it's just so cringe. I'm embarrassed. I'm like yes. embarrassed for the show that this is what they're offering to us. Ciao, AGs. I am speaking to you right now from Rome, Italy, where I am having a little bit of a European adventure. While I love the city and have had so many unique experiences to historical sites, the Vatican, we went to the Pantheon earlier today, there was a little bit of a hiccup in the apartment that we're staying in. And while I Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, that's right. German, Chinese, and even more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in so many ways. There are no English translations, so you can really learn, listen, and think in that language you want to learn. It's designed for long-term retention, which is especially helpful for me because while this is my first trip to Italy, I really truly hope it won't be my last. The lifetime membership that Rosetta Stone offers has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses that Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at RosettaStone.com slash today, today. Ciao. Hey, AGs. Are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home, just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villarosa, Rosa. Obvs. Introducing Home Threads, where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. Exale Francais. Head over to HomeThreads.com today and live your best real housewives life. Go to Home Threads.com slash Andy Scrolls and get a code for fifteen percent off your first order. Again, that's homethreadscom slash Andy Scrolls for a fifteen percent off code off your first order. Home threads, love where you live.
1: Yeah, she's like a, a, a conniving, trolling try hard that is utterly uninteresting to watch and kind of contributes to the overall nastiness from a lot of the cast that seeps into the show and from production that I just don't want to watch. I don't like production egging Ralph on. The fact that we saw that much of Courtney is a testament like that. just needs to be a real reshift. It's um, Because so many of the other Housewives, I feel like, are so good right now. Mm. Even some of the shows that I initially maybe written off, this, by comparison, just... mm, Mm. Uh, like Salt Lake City is now even better than Atlanta. I'm just... I'm depressed about that it. That
0: is so depressing. That is...
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: and I don't know where Salt Lake City is going to go. I know like everybody's obsessed with it. Like I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was a solid yeah, episode. Same. But I'm not like holding a Salt Lake City parade over it. No. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm into it. I enjoyed it. I don't even know if I'm into it. I enjoyed it. Like let's see where this goes. I'm open. With Atlanta, I just... Again, because as you said, like the production, production's instincts with this, I don't know if at a certain point they've kind of just like worked themselves into a corner where this is all they had. But it just doesn't feel like the instincts are great here. Like if we're going to build up so much of this with giving Ralph a seat on the couch, like that's a pretty big indicator that something is. Really, really off with the cast. But when you said the people that you would want to come back, you said Candy and Kenya.
1: Candy and Kenya. I thought maybe Sheree. I'm fine with Sheree not being there. Even the way they produced the show. Also, I know that I can imagine they. Re, I, I I initially wanted a whole full reboot. But when Ken, Ken uh, Candy and then Kenya both said separately that. They don't see how that would work. I actually Mm -hmm. immediately got why just because I think the social circles in Atlanta are different than New York in that, particularly with an all-Black cast and especially in Atlanta, there's actually usually no matter how old you are, everyone's kind of, particularly of a certain fame and money, Mm -hmm. like they all know each other. It's like a big city, but a smaller town in that capacity. Love, so love. they would eventually overlap anyway. So you can't, I can't imagine you would completely like scrape the cast and then not see them out and about popping. Like it's kind of hard, but that said we can keep Kenya and candy and do a Miami style reboot or something, or maybe an OC or even whatever season Bethany left from New York, the original. But I, I just feel like even production wise, they're not, if you're producing a show like that, and if you're giving a man like Rao, That much couch time to publicly try to embarrass and gaslight his wife with members of the cast assisting in those efforts, which is still really disgusting to me. Who is that? That's not going to attract the type of women that allegedly they want to like bring on the show to refresh it. Like, that's going to make it even harder to cast. This show has always been like a notoriously harsh show to cast because of a lot of black women with affluence and all that don't want to be associated with these types of tropes and characters like I just it's kind of a mess so if you can't completely like rehash the whole thing at least start with because to me because I watched Nini's these interviews with Carlos um, King and Kenya's and I will say for all the critiques about Candy online I honestly think can, uh, Candy is better playing her position as an ensemble, like as a girl group, I think she just knows how to let everyone shine and still contribute her part. Mm-hmm. I think she's a better ensemble player than a lot of the so self-described stars of the show are better at being stars. And that's why they end up losing their opportunities and why she consistently keeps working. And I think Candy is a nice bridge usually between even age groups People with money, with you know, I just I think she works, and I just think Ken- Kenya knows what to do if you give her the right cast. She was absolutely correct to say, of course, I was up. I actually really hate the way production treated Kenya this season. Uh, and you know, I'm not a, even the Kenya, the biggest. I know. Kenya it's I'm so
0: interested in this. This is amazing. Continue. Keep going. But
1: I just think Kenya shows up to work. Um, I get, and she at least tries. I, I can imagine why she got bored with Courtney because she's seen a lot of these tryhards, and um. When did she tell Carl? I think it's true that a lot, a, a lot more of the cast, the prospective newbies, need to audition longer, and they need to be weeded out. I have no idea why Courtney was allowed to stay on as long as she was. She, she, she brought us nothing. I like Groove Theory too, but I didn't want her to dig up her baby daddy from an adult child from twenty years ago just to pop up. It doesn't make any sense. Like we don't need it. Uh, the best part of her, Courtney, on this season was Kenya mocking her. That's as much as I enjoy Courtney. But I think Kenya and Candy are really good at. They could anchor and be a nice bridge. I wouldn't mind Cynthia popping up every now and then. She's a nice. She's nice. I, um, I know Nini's not coming back. That's not going to happen. Um, and I know Portia is. They need to bring back Portia. I am a little concerned. Uh, not concerned. How's I'm put this? Um, if Portia is coming ready to play, mm-hmm. it will be great. And by play, I don't mean necessarily bicker and argue, but just show up. I don't want her to come back because I want her to get her money. I read that part about wanting to be the highest paid housewife on the network. I don't know if that's would be fair, <laughs> but that's not, I don't sign those checks. But if she doesn't come in essentially how, and I know it's complicated because Nini had a lot going on, but Nini could be big headed for certain seasons when she came back. And you could feel the energy and it didn't always actually make the show better. I think if Portia comes back as the housewife that we love, it'll be great if she comes back. I'm very rich. I'm the star of the show, and I'm gonna act like myself on Portia. Family Matters, her own show where she got to be the villain, which is crazy. Okay. That won't work. But you know what I mean. Like I, I could see them, but everyone else, I don't need Marlo nasty. I wish her well with her nephews, but she would have been a better housewife ten years ago. She doesn't get along with these women now. She just bullshits her way through. Even last night, like revisiting that shit with Kenny, I'm like, you're mad at her about nothing. Be quiet. And we don't need Sanya tagging and trying to help explain. That is a nice woman. Her husband is so amazing to look at. Go live (laughs) a nice life.
0: Yeah, I don't need her either. I've, I like Sonia That's I what like I her to too say I really like her as a person I think she's such a like a, a yes. genuinely decent person I think she's a yes. good person and we we like yes. to see good people on <laughs> Housewives because it's often rare like I just I, I hate to say it I don't know I, I, i'm I can't I can't I, I know a lot of people co-sign with you and I I'm sure you're right I just can't have that come out of my mouth but i'm'm I'm gonna I'm I'm give you eyes. I'm she's give you nice
1: life. but she could have filled this actually she would have been an i do can replace cynthia but she would have been an in theory a nice person to kind of help not she's no, not strong she's enough no she's not
0: she's not strong enough
1: you can tell she's been well she's like she's an olympian she's an olympian like legend and all that like she's a track legend you can tell she's had she's led a very particular life Right. Um, as best explained by her sister on TV, who was hilarious. Her sister actually would make a great housewife. Give her a few years. She's <laughs> got it. I actually think she know she's ready. Can you
0: imagine <laughs> that would be so wild.
1: She would let them know. Um, I, yeah, she's nice. And I don't like I really don't want to trash on her, no, but she just doesn't work. She's not working for me on the show. And her attachment to Marlo and Sheree was not well played. I'm like, that is not because she wants to be like uh but I
0: wonder how much of that was production, too, at a certain point is like trying to figure out a way that it's not all or nothing, like a way to ensure that essentially Marlo has someone potentially defending her. But it's a hard it's an, a sort of impossible job to have. And to me, the worst part for Marlo of the reunion was the way that she was so flippantly not flippant, but she was like. So carefully saying, like, oh, and Candy and I can move on. We're good. Like, I'm I'm okay with this now. Like, I'm okay. We can. And it's because, as you said, there wasn't really anything here to begin with. And Marlo knows that. And Marlo also knows that her position on this show is in question. And so now she's like, you know, dangling the olive tree, but Candy doesn't fucking need it. She's got a goddamn orchard. Like, she doesn't need. the olive branch you know what i'm saying like it's yes. just it was just sort of cringe for me to watch that moment because i'm thinking like marlo you and i both know you you made a choice babe and it's just marlo no, is so full it's of not shit. good yeah marlo
1: marlo is so that whole thing was really fucking stupid and then to like shootings at russia like this is america they're shooting up everywhere things happen but to take that i, I just honestly you're trivializing a relative's death or a storyline towards someone that you know at least a decade or so prior to this show even happening because you dated her godbrother or someone within her like circle mm-hmm. so they know each other well and not only that when they played in your face when you didn't accept the peach the first time you were offered it when you should have she tried to help you get work so I just think like that, like, like even that like would have been more interesting for Marlo to me this whole season instead of carrying on that bullshit was to just be a person and tell me what's actually going on in your life. Who are you actually dating? Why are you not dating? How are the boys? Why don't you actually try to get to know these people? Go shopping. Go do something. Where is Tammy Roman? Don't you style her? Apparently, you keep bragging on social. Like, do that. Don't just make up some bullshit about yeah. What's it's, yeah? It's, it's annoying. I don't blame Candy for being like, girl, going somewhere. Because this is not even the first time. I think Marlo, almost in a way like Tamra, but just not really well executed. Hmm. Tamra knows how to make good TV, but if you are her friend, she will sacrifice that friendship, at least to an extent, for the sake of moving story or getting something going along. I can't imagine that if you, you know, if you're a real friend to her, is that amazing? I'm not I don't mean to say this to Shay Tamara, but she's messy. Um poor Jen. <laughs> but I feel like Marlo sometimes kind of does that to the same even with candy, but it's also like, you're not even cool enough with the people to try this on. I just, I don't get why she's there. I don't think she really knows what she's doing. I know she really wants to be there, but I don't care. And I'm so I know, but Sheree, again, she can go too. I just am sick of Sheree.
0: I disagree with that, by the way. It would break my heart for this poor woman to be sent away for the I mean, I guess if she sent away and then comes back, that would be her fourth time returning. Like, just let her stay. I just want to let her stay. Like, this is why I'm maybe not casting. Maybe one more. Maybe no, one more year. No, I don't know. I-, I want her to stay. I think we need an OG. Like, I know Candy is essentially as close to a spiritual OG as a person can get. Sort of similar, even though Dorinda joined several seasons later than Dorinda on New York. Like, and Sonia. Like, certain energies where they feel like the classic epitome of that franchise and i would put candy there i would put shray there and i just i'm not i want to know how shray is you know paying the mortgage on Chateau she she's not gonna tell us <laughs> i but i want to know i want to know about i want to i don't want to know anything about martell but like i want to see her oh, maybe God. try to figure out how to run a business maybe if she's interested which i don't think she is like
1: she don't want to work
0: who does, by the way? Not everybody is Candy. Candy wants to work often, and God bless, that's why she is a bajillionaire. But like, I, I just am so tired. Like, I want to see someone who's also tired.
1: I did like Marlo's response to that. Okay, this is my thing with Sheree. In theory, I agree that they there there does need to be an OG. She looks great. She's still great in sh- um, confessionals, but Sheree is. I mean, we know she's delusional, but I remember reading. Um, is it no, Rosé, uh, Rose, she was very mad that Nene is considered like the preeminent housewife and not her. Even when Nene did her interview, I saw Sheree tweeting. Sheree said that. that. Well, no, she didn't say it like that, but she, Sheree, thinks she has a lot more to do with the initial success of the show, as well, much if not more than Nene. Yeah, I personally I don't, don't agree. I with don't that. I don't
0: agree with that. But she's important. But I don't. It's not.
1: Who gonna gon check me, boo? She's been holding on to that for a long time
0: important moment important moment i miss that sheree great moment
1: but even nene at her nastiness can be naturally just funny because she's entertaining sheree is just sometimes really there um, and I don't mind her being like an OG, but like you don't want to unify people because you make snippy comments about everybody. You're messy. That's not your purpose on this show. You are not the great unifier. You are the shit talker and pot stirrer, which is fine because you do that to evade sharing anything about your actual life, which is what we got with that newspaper. And we started with that bullshit storyline with her and Martel, because um, which by the way, while she's still claiming that they're having a great time, there's a preview of the show Martell is on talking about him sm- not only trying to get back with his ex-wife Uh-oh. but he maybe he smashed somebody else on an upcoming cash trip which hasn't even aired yet so that's my thing with Sheree. is like none of this is real and god bless her she is stunning but mama can't finish a sentence sometimes and just blathers a bunch of nothing and i don't believe that bullshit about bob not her not knowing at all oh i do believe that i 100
0: percent believe that
1: I don't know if she completely, I I do believe I think she
0: cares. I think that's the lie is her saying she doesn't care. I think the lie is that she cares, but I believe that he didn't tell her.
1: I believe he didn't tell her, but I'm curious to know that she really not know until the actual taping and maybe she didn't, but the fact that she didn't show her actual emotions about it, I, I, Sharae has shown some of, cause I mean, from my understanding, Bob really put her through it. Right. In a lot of different ways and really yeah, nasty. Yeah, awful, awful. And I awful. remember how nasty he was when they even talked about it on camera. It was disturbing. Liked, yeah. It was. And you could see her really hurt. Sheree doesn't really show a lot of emotion. Like, I think it was, was it the reunion or like the after show? They blur because it was all not good this season. Sorry. um, But when Sheree went to check on Drew and then Sheree kind of blurted out her dad just died.
0: Oh, my God. And she got
1: really emotional. And I felt really bad for her in that moment. Mm-hmm. But even that she has a real like, she has a vault <laughs> and she doesn't open up a lot. And I think her past, you know, other qualities on, as a TV personality kind of helped shy away from that. But like when I look at her now, I'm like, well, you don't want to work. You don't want to tell us who you're actually dating or you just be honest about the situation you're in with this um, man, everybody. And then you print out stuff about Candy. There's a, that, that's a, there's a hater streak in Charé. She always had this thing about Nene. She feels a certain way of like, you used to get Nene in the clubs and you felt like you were that girl. Now you're mad Nene's more popular than you. The same way Candy is, all, is actually a much more successful housewife than you are And you take all these little shots at her. I'm like, you of all people should not be talking about anybody's businesses when you can't even get a website running.
0: But that's the contradiction of it all is like that. That is Sheree. And I think someone should have champs with Sheree, go to drinks with Sheree or have like a tea or something. Someone that she can trust. Conversation with production of like, let's talk about why there are elements of you that you're not comfortable opening up. And I think a lot of it is connected to what happened in her marriage with Bob, certainly her experiences as a housewife, but it's like, that's a conversation I would love to see her have with someone in the cast who she trusts. And I don't know who that is going to be. I don't know what the cast will look like, but I actually think that's a really interesting conversation. And there hasn't been space for that. I don't think there's been opportunity for Sheree to open up in a way that feels comfortable to her and feels like that is a choice she is willing to make like that moment as you said where she's talking about her dad and then was like this is not you know what I wanted to talk about everything that was heartbreaking like I and Drew's yes, reaction was. to that like the sisterhood just shared and like the eyes in the eyes that they were like giving to each other the ways that they were seeing each other in that moment was heartbreaking and it's like I don't need Sheree to talk to us about family tragedy if that is something that she does not want to discuss. But I do think that there's a way for Sheree to open up that would be interesting and honest. And I just don't think this was the season for that.
1: When is it going to be? Because it's barely ever there. She gives me Drew Senior sometimes. But I (gasps) how dare how literally dare when she told that lie about not playing with her face, I was like, girl, even Kenny was like, Sharée. I'm like, girl. No.
0: <laughs> Sheree's confessional looks, some of Sheree's confessional, it's like, <laughs> right. you know the timetable here. And it just makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable for her because some of these women, as they have the right to do, making you know changes, updates, whatever you want to do, it's your body, you're right. But like, I think about that moment when Vicky showed up at the onion ring, hoedown, looking a little different and she needed a couple weeks before cameras picked up and she made some choices with scheduling that was probably not in her favor. That was a tough moment for her. Like it just, I just think some of Sheree's confessionals is like the timing of this was probably not ideal. Just not. But if you're going to, if you're, if she doesn't want to talk about having plastic surgery, I, I genuinely don't think that's a big thing. Like that's not, it's a choice. You don't want to talk about it. I guess when it gets into the like, um, you know, Phaedra v. Kenya, like donkey booty of it all. I guess that would be the point in which you could have that conversation if you're trying to like sell a lifestyle and a workout to give you results that did not happen that way, like potentially, reportedly, allegedly, whatever. But overall, I don't think the cosmetic procedure thing, like that doesn't bother me in the way that it does other people. I sort of don't care.
1: I don't care if she got surgery, it annoys me is that she'll take shots at somebody's appearance yes. or their work. And yes. then when you bring up her work, what work? I haven't got work. This is no, that's a great point. No, no, that's a great point. That's a great
0: point. No, you're totally right. Because usually totally her
1: work right. is actually very tasteful. It looked, I don't, lately, I'm like, I don't know, girl, I might need, might need to heal. You might need to leave that alone. But usually I'm like, fine. She's, a she's beautiful. beautiful. Woman. She's but so beautiful. She, she talks shit that she can't tend to back up or at least mm-hmm. own about herself. And I think that's my frustrating part. I think Sheree can still be like a great piece of um, tool in the cast and can mm-hmm. still move stuff forward, but I think, for me anyway, it would require her to just relent a little bit on the theatrics and dancing around the truth and just whatever is comfortable for her to just be open. Even You, you know, don't of to tell me your darkest secrets or share your your pain, but it's just, what is really going on with you? Because I can't really tell half the time, <laughs> And, yeah, it's just, like, beautiful gowns, and I want to look away now. I mean, she's still better than Marlo. I mean, if I had to keep anybody else, Sheree can stay, but everyone else can leave. Kenya, Kenya Candy, maybe Sheree. Everyone else can go for me.
0: It's so – it's genuinely so unfortunate is what it is. It's honestly – just so unfortunate but i'm not without hope i still have hope i still have hope that we can get somewhere and it absolutely i really do not think it would be appropriate to do a full sweep like i really think like yeah you need there needs to be some significant cast changes and shakeups, and Mm -hmm. maybe take away marlo's peach and maybe she could friend of but i don't even know that she knows how to do that anymore like i I don't know that she would I don't know that she would want to. I don't know what that would look like. It might be more chaos in a not great way than uh, what we need next season. But yeah, I just think I have hope and I'm so glad it's done. Can you imagine if this had been a part three? Do you know how horrifying oh that would have been?
1: <laughs> I've right. actually never been, I haven't been this relieved in years that we only got two parts. This I was am a really so bad season. thankful.
0: It's giving me, I know, I can't say, I can't compare it to a franchise I was going to compare it to because that would be, a level of cruelty that. Was it I
1: Dallas?
0: Knew. Yes, 100%. <laughs>
1: You're not wrong. That <laughs>
0: was, no, Dallas was so much worse. A- Atlanta would never. Atlanta would literally never. But that was genuinely Dallas's last. <laughs> May its memory not be a blessing because how could it be? It's nothing but a curse. Um, that last reunion cycle was one of the worst, most <laughs> upsetting things I've ever seen. I do want to shift gears a little mm-hmm. bit because another show. Had another episode that included some conversation about shared vulnerability, also known as New York. I'm curious for your reaction um to the Jenna of it all when it came to some pressure from the cast to get her to, I guess, erupt um with vulnerable moments or whatever else.
1: When they come when the cast complained about um, her wanting to fly business or going early, I my attitude was poor people leave her alone. Mm. When it came to her opening up, um, some were a little more awful than others with the critique, but I think that was fine. They wanted to just, I mean, they all want to be her friend <laughs> and they want her to open up. It was actually really nice. I mean, not nice because it's her pain, but it was interesting to see her open up in that way. Um, I really love this reboot. I think it's really well done. Um, I wasn't excited about it initially when it was announced, mm. but also really hated the thirteenth season. Yeah. So I'm, and to be honest, I think the show probably needed to be re- <laughs> rebooted because there were a lot of dark elements mm-hmm. taking over long before the thirteenth season. So I really enjoyed getting to know them and push uh, see them. But I actually really liked watching Jenna in that moment. I felt. When she said her mom, I was like, "Oh wow, that kind of explains everything. um, so I'm really interested to know her more, but I actually don't think she holds back as much as they make it seem, but it doesn't it didn't seem like that while watching. I think Jenna's actually been pretty great and opening up. She showed us her teeth yeah. Like her actual dental surgery right i yeah, I also find sigh a little. I think she's good for the show but she tends to be a little annoying in how abrasive she is in that kind of weird influencer way. Seems like she also wants to just knock Jenna down a few pegs. Mm. Um, I don't love, but yeah, I I think Jenna actually really does try to open up, but I just think everyone's different about how they go about it. But that said, it was they clearly were saying that just like we want to know you. and just so that wasn't that was fun. I took that more in earnest than the complaints about the travel arrangements. I'm like, you all need to talk to production about that. Get off her back.
0: Um, agree on the travel arrangements. The getting her to open up honestly made me a little uncomfortable because it felt like they were trying to badger her into being emotional.
1: That's very fair, yes.
0: Right. There's a difference between opening up and being vulnerable and being emotional. And I don't love when this happens. It also happened with Garcelle and Beverly Hills this idea of like, we're going to not yell because it wasn't, there was, there was quite literally no yelling, but the idea of like, we're going to badger you into crying is sometimes a thing that happens on franchises and I didn't love isolating Jenna in that way and I actually and I was I was really surprised um, and sad for her and hearing about her childhood and adulthood and Mm -hmm. sort of finding out late in life about her mom's Asperger's diagnosis and also finding out and probably still kind of discovering the ways that she might respond to situations Mm -hmm. um, being directly connected to like not being allowed to produce sound. I mean, imagine being in an environment in which you are not quite literally allowed to communicate and speak. And now a couple decades later, these women are penalizing you for that like that is really upsetting to think about and mm-hmm. it is incredibly helpful and layered and nuanced to hear about jenna's childhood and her experiences as an adult and the connection of the two it just made me feel like a little not great about how that um vulnerable moment came to be I I didn't love it and I thought to myself like there are some leaps being made that don't make sense and I was appreciative that when Bryn was like you should have shared that um jenna isn't your real name at thanksgiving which would have been that made no sense to me it made literally no sense and it was in that moment where i was like thank you to the editors for doing that alternate reality of like
1: yeah. this is how that would yes. have worked
0: because like it didn't make sense it felt like an enormous reach and i don't like begrudge brin for that i just thought she was wrong like you don't need to attach a lot of uh a criticism to that noting what Bryn shared to just say like, I think she was wrong in that. Like I don't agree with her. Neither do the editors. I get what she's trying to get to, but I also don't think your name being your birth name being Judith, but everyone calling you Jenna is a thing. Like that's really truly not a thing to me. That's like not interesting. And if she shared that in the moment with someone at the casting, that to me, it's like okay. Well, Cy then gave you a version of this that you guys are running with, and as Aaron did in the whole um, business class first class thing. Aaron is
1: so annoying. What's so annoying for that?
0: <laughs> Aaron was so. This is the thing. Like, I really do die for Aaron, and I I also think her behavior is like wildly in wildly. Yes. Some not inappropriate but like unproductive like the way that Aaron was like looking at Jenna and being like oh are you upset and then she's like realizing like Jenna's upset and she's like oh my god I could cry and I'm thinking to myself like bitch like she's upset because of like what you told everyone you did so it like you, like you literally did it and then you're like wait a second was did my actions like con- i don't even think she was that far ahead she was just thinking like oh wait like i think jenna's unhappy let's make sure everybody's aware of that she's unhappy and i'm just speaking things into consciousness but like sweetie like she's unhappy because of the shit that you did like you started this you started <laughs> like, you shit based
1: you started shit based on what she said from her sick bed <laughs> to your point I, I gave a very generous but no, you're, you're right. I think that speaks to, I don't necessarily generational, it's not necessarily an age thing, but I do think culturally now, particularly because of online and TV, but even, people tend to want to perform with, they think is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want sometimes some people to say like the worst things about yourself or like the most quote unquote, like to try to stoke emotion out of you and immediately equate that with being like, realer and open maybe than other people because honestly jessel was given the opportunity to speak up and share about herself but they took issue with the manner in which she decided to open up with and jessel i i I really enjoy jessel and i understand jessel started with her parents and but that is a part of who she is i also think she was just trying to jump around the fact that she probably i know that she said she didn't grow up with a lot of privilege but i I don't buy that, and only because her metric of what constitutes privilege is very it It always felt <laughs> a little off, and it was mm-hmm. confirmed yesterday when she felt like being an intern or staying with her uncle was equivalent to like slumming it. But that's everybody's journey is different. But I only said is that like she was trying to open up in her way, which is very authentic to her from what we've seen so far. And some of them didn't like it. They wanted it to <laughs> I actually think this is more Psy and Brynn than anything. They're very particular about I don't know how they think people should behave. Maybe that's just Sai. How do you feel about Psy? I mean, I've listened, I listened to the but Psy, I kinda go I, I she think she's good for the show, but she annoys me. Um at least once a week now, at least the last few weeks. I'm like, you need to chill a little bit. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, like, i it's one of those things of, like, but do you really want her to chill? Because, like, there's something delightful (laughs) in maybe having the ability to critique the ways that a person is, quote, unquote, performing on Housewives. Like, we don't want a performance report every week from every member of the cast that's like, they're great or they're absolutely terrible. Like, I think it's helpful to see people... As complicated beings, including ones whose behavior we might disagree with, I do think that Cy thought she was going to be like the superstar in this cast. I yes, thought. I think. That. I think maybe Bryn and Aaron did too, and yes. to varying degrees. I don't think Bryn is incorrect. Um, I it's like a little. I don't even know how to describe my um, just kind of interest in Aaron, except to say that like I do find. It's like that. there is something about her that's like such a native New Yorker. And she reminds me of so many women that I've like seen from afar that there's something about her I find really interesting. But I also have eyes. So it's like I'm not I'm not saying like I agree with her behavior. I just I really, really like her on the show.
1: She's 35. Wow. Is she? Oh,
0: right. That's what they said
1: yesterday. She's the youngest. I was like, wow. And it's not that she looks she does. She looks. I actually like the way she dresses. She has a nice taste. But the way she carries herself, I would have assumed she was a little bit older because I, I saw some of yeah, the Yeah, Brent's older night,
0: than her. They were I'm like Aaron the Karen.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Last night did give Karen energy. Um, and She's like, why? Uh, What is that? I don't want to wet ass. Well, she listens to
0: Oklahoma. She listens to Oklahoma in her Hampton's house. She's like a (laughs) musical theater girl, which actually genuinely surprised me. I thought she was going to listen to like a lot of like NSYNC Backstreet Boys kind of thing, like where she was going to do like early aughts, 90s energy. So I was surprised by the musical theater, which did also, um, I mean, like who listens really? I I went to school for musical theater. I don't really listen to Oklahoma throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that is to me really, really interesting. But yeah, her not knowing what as Pussy, I was like, sweetie, like w- literally, what are you reading? Oh, are you reading the newspaper? You should not. You should be reading people.com. Like, <laughs> keep
1: up. <laughs> She's interesting. Her and Sai, they kind of put I don't know. Maybe it's the controlling thing, the situation. I don't know what that is, but she- There
0: is an element of control, I think, that applies here. I think Sai is very much in feels that she's very much in control of herself. And we have some understanding of how that, why
1: that uh, is. Yeah. yeah,
0: the, And what she shared about her mom and her mom and that not being the entirety of her mom and saying like, I, I don't want the last words here to be about her mom's struggle and life with addiction—that that wasn't the entirety of her mom, which also shouldn't take away from trauma that mm-hmm. Sai experienced as a result of being in an environment that was um, incredibly difficult and complicated. And so, those elements when Sai opens up in that way, it's incredibly illuminating, and um, I feel so much compassion for her. And also, she is like a little—you know, she's like a little prickly.
1: Yes, Uba is right when she says Sai is a lot more. Um, Cause Sai likes to act as if she's not sensitive and she lets things roll off her mm-hmm. back. That is not my takeaway. I don't know her, but when I see on TV, that is not what I get from her. She is a lot more sensitive than she lets on, which is perfectly mm-hmm. fine. A lot of us are. Um, when I say chill, sometimes I think it's sort of the it's that controlling aspect and then the the prickliness, like. There are certain moments I'm like, maybe you didn't need to say that, but maybe that's whatever it' uh, she's good TV. I will say i even when she gets on my nerves, I also always think, "Wow, she looks really great. I love <laughs> how she dresses, but the, I don't I just like the prickliness and that influencer like that eagerness to kind of like just go, go, go I'm like, let let it happen. Um, mm-hmm. but I actually like everyone on the show, or I don't dislike anyone. I I increasingly do appreciate Jessel. I'm becoming, I love her lack of self-awareness. Well, she's a little aware, but not too much. And I love her husband.
0: Oh my God. I love her husband. And, I mean, I'm sort of embarrassed for her that a big part of the reunion or there's at least going to be a big moment or or at least it's going to come up as like, when's the last time y'all fucked? Like that yeah. does that is so <laughs> wild. Like the fact that that's going to be a conversation between the couples. But of course it is because when you are talking about intimacy, physical intimacy with your spouse is a part of and an important part of a person's Romantic relationship and partnership is like how are you fulfilling each other? How are you being fulfilled? And, um, you know, sexuality and sexual expression and sexual intimacy is a huge part of it. So it's like, yes. you know, having that conversation. I just, I do. Oh my god, it's going to be so fucking awkward. Are the husbands going to show up at the reunion? Like, do we think it's going to happen? So, I, feel, I because- feel like they have to, right? Because they're so central. And I actually like
1: every husband. So yeah, I far. do like every
0: husband. I wish we, I think we'll get more of size. I forget his I name. I like him the most. Oh, do you? Well, I actually
1: well, I like Jessel's husband the most because he's funny and he's chic in his way, oh. Man, I know she gave him shit, but I like but Sai's husband I actually really like. And I, from what I've seen, I like their relationship. It actually seems like a really she said this and I'm like they're a nice balance for each other, mm. it seems like. But he seems like a really I mean he seems like a very nice rich man that is I enjoying know. Being at being home, reg, being retired being at
0: forty or whatever. Jesus. And letting
1: his wife, you know, uh stroll to start a Mont Bravo. He seems like really happy for the ride. That's actually nice to watch. Can I just say one more th- about Uber? I was really happy Uber took up for Aaron. Because mm-hmm. when Cy was like, I wouldn't care if Bryn said that. Like, I find Bryn really enjoyable. Um there's a little bit of a biracial Marlo Hampton quality in her to me. I can see why they mm. get along. Uh, when they did the Watch What Happens live together and they really connected um, and they had the same birthday, it kind of makes sense, oddly. Um, but when Cy and a lot of them were like, oh, if Brent did that to my husband, it'd be fine. That would not be fine with most people off camera. It shouldn't be fine with most people on camera. I enjoy Brent a lot, but that was not it. Like, do not say that. I think she can't help herself. Oh, well, yes, she, yes, she can. Um, but I didn't like that with the A thing. That was... Eh. It was great to watch, but I I understood Aaron being annoyed about that because Aaron gets annoyed with a lot of things. But I like that Uba st- like, pointed out, like, are y'all crazy? I would be mad.
0: Uba has such a great sense of sort of translating a focus on empathy mm-hmm. that is nuanced in a way that I find really in a way that I'm really appreciative to see on the show because it's like we're not getting as much time on Uba's life and world and Damn house COVID. and all of that stuff yeah we're not getting as much as so far with Uba um, I think also someone made the comment about brin's apartment and i think she responded that like they were she wasn't allowed to film in the building or something i thought so.
1: that which I, I was like wow because i her apartment looks really great for me yeah too. she did an
0: architectural <laughs> digest or something like some big feature and it looked gorgeous and so with uba it's like that might be maybe a next season thing like getting more of I hope so i her really life enjoy story Uber. yes I'm gonna try i I know it's so expensive otherwise I would be extremely into I think it's like $65 or something for this Yeah
1: I, I was like oh this is actually higher than the really nice hot sauce I've been putting on too but okay you want Oprah's list I'm going to have to try it out um,
0: I know I want to try it I love hot sauce Well I'm a
1: I'm trash though I like I'm obsessed with Tabasco
0: I like dive- I put Tabasco on literally everything I'm obsessed
1: I honestly like every type of hot sauce usually. Yeah. I'm partial to specifically like in the South, but I really want to give Uba's a try. I love Uba. I just think she's a nice yeah. burst of energy. I love that she's Chan- Ch- Chanel's, Ion's cousin. I thought that was like, of course y'all are. Um, she's <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> and she doesn't really care. She reminds me of someone that honestly, like you would stumble into running into eventually in New York. Yeah. And she will blow you away.
0: The thing with all of these and guys, sorry, apologies because I am recording in my um boudoir. If you can hear lightning and thunder, um, New York is not in a good mood this afternoon. Or soon but, is um, going on? Yeah, I literally when I was walking back from the dock and I got caught in it, and then I I just looked like a drowned poodle when I arrived back at my apartment. I was just it was so bad <laughs> outside and I was in sandals, which isn't great for New York City streets. But the thing with um the cast of New York that I really appreciate Appreciate, And I think it's a real sign of how well this show was cast is the fact that I will really genuinely want all of them to succeed. Like, yes. I want the reboot to be good. I want all of them to launch products. I want to buy them or have them sent to me. <laughs> <My> <laughs> housewives. <laughs> Uh, now I'm sure they all have publicists like but like I I want everyone to do well and I think that's a really great indicator that even when and especially when I like disagree with someone's behavior I think this is the goal right is to like have conversation be like I don't agree with what they said or I think that was like a shitty thing or they're full of shit or I don't know that they're you know giving us a hundred percent whatever the critique might be the fact that we still circle back to like sort of their inherent goodness, or you know, understanding that ambition is also a good thing. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's a real, it's like a real kuduze to them. It's a real marker of the fact that I do feel really connected to all of them and that I want that connection to lead to good for them.
1: Yes. I, I really, really, really love this franchise and reboot. I just, I wish the original all all the original dolls well. I hope Dorinda has mm. found found peace.
0: Hi <laughs> hi
1: I want Sung Sung and Luann to get a reboot. Um, mm-hmm. I want Bethany to be quiet. Um, <laughs> oh no! Oh god! Just like it. I just I, I, just, well, I get the labor disputes, but not 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 that one. Um, not her <laughs> at the top of it. But I it I really just like it. It's like a breath of fresh air. It just really they really nailed it. And now mm-hmm. I'm actually, I'm beginning to now hold the, the franchises that haven't been rebooted yet to like their standard, their setting. Uh, this is like a real, to, for me, this is like, I know it's not everyone. Some of my friends, they're not into it as much as me, but for the most part, my friends that watched New York before or didn't, and now are into it seem to really, really enjoy it. So I want more people to find it and do really well. Cause I just, I like them. I think they're just really, they kind of raised the bar for me. Cause some of the housewives past few seasons have been, you know, I didn't love the last Potomac season, but mm-hmm. I'm excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Atlanta has needed life support for at least three years now. Um OC, she's much better now, but Oh no, my god, no, my favorite. My Noella favorite right was not a good time. Uh-uh. Wait, actually, can I ask you about Shannon if you mind if I switch? Absolutely.
0: Um, Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: All right. I really want the best for Shannon, and I know that's the girl. And I love this new season. Oh, no. And I don't want to assign anything to anyone. However, it's kind of... I feel like I'm watching someone who Uh struggles a lot more with alcohol than lets on. And someone who uses that maybe because they also have a deep insecurity, which a lot of people do about being alone. And it's like, she's she will always be good television because she's just... A burst of energy but the like when it got to the point where where it was like well Heather had to tell her like well girl you don't remember things that you say when you call people that when I heard that and then also I thought when she said that on the same episode with Gina I'm like so you know someone to contact to basically scrub a DUI or get that thrown away. I was like, that's a very telling thing while she's trying to throw Gina under the bus for like, was essentially like helping out a friend. And then that horrible man, John, who is clearly into the light, um, who likes the light and is using her. I want better for Shan. So while I'm like really enjoying this season, I'm hoping this isn't like a bigger issue that might, only worsened with Tom because I'm like, she doesn't remember calling people I like I'm sorry, if you drink that much and you're randomly calling people routinely and you don't remember things that you say, maybe like two margaritas instead of whichever. I don't know. You, I'm going to shut up now because I see that your face. But I love Shannon. I'm a little concerned.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with everything that you said. It's not like breaking news. I mean, since the moment when she found out she was having a vow renewal and breaking like reached news. for... No, I mean like you can love someone and again be a, watching a, the TV show. <laughs> I mean, when she reached... Remember when like David was like surprised it's a vow renewal and she was like, one second, I need vodka? Like, that's not when when the vow renewal is as much to the alcohol as it is to the husband, that's not a great indicator here when it comes to like what she's reaching for, for support, you know? And maybe yeah. that's, I'm maybe may making that into more of a moment than it was, but like, do I think there's some stuff here to work through for Shannon and alcohol? 100%. Do I Do I think that she is filling a hole with alcohol when it comes to, how shannon understands loneliness absolutely do i think that shannon refuses to acknowledge that she can be just as lonely if not lonelier in some of these romantic relationships than she would be single yes is that like based on shannon's understanding of what family and life should look like probably like but is shannon complicated and and broken in some ways Uh, assuredly that's like one of the connections that I have to her she is my like sweet little broken bird I mean I did (laughs) fuck marry kill on Instagram stories this weekend which is like my favorite thing to do with um AG's on IG because I know I'm about to be punished so it's like every single thing is like Jim Bellino Jim Mark the devil like who would you fuck would you marry (laughs) would you kill like it's it's a delight for me and I did get messages from people because there were you know it's like I put up the Instagram thing of like just give me three names or three words and I'll tell you who I would pick and it's a total nothing burger it's a game obviously Um, but there were a bunch of groupings with Shan and it was like would you fuck marry or kill this group of people and I love Shan like I love her to the death but also she was often picked as the person to 86 because do I see Shannon in the ways of like, I I think, you know, I think Shannon is complicated and it's not about like, who would you pick? It's like, why won't Shannon pick herself? But I just think if she did though, what would that look like? Like, I don't know. I, I love her so much. She's my number one. She's also been my spiritual housewife for a number of years. And, she's complicated and it's like I just I think when it comes to people not to group us all together but I do have to say when it comes to people who are Shan stands, I think the vast majority of them appreciate Shannon and also appreciate like the deepest and most cutting like shards of glass when it comes to Shannon there's something to be said when you identify as a Shan stan that I think is representative of of the ways that you can understand other people and appreciate them. And we don't necessarily revel in Shannon having a breakdown, although, I mean, iconic moments have occurred. But also, they it's have. just it's just the understanding of, like, I don't know. There's, like, a sense of humor that's usually applied to that, too. There like, is. And also, it's the fact that, like, you know, Shannon is very very focused on living a green life. She's or has been. She's we've just saw Dr. Moon make his triumphant return like she's the <laughs> the kind of did. businesswoman that thinks that, you know, her recipe for success is going to create an at-home colonic and will I buy seven? <laughs> Absolutely, I will. Like I just we're talking about tubing and what's plastic and I'm like, "Sweetie, I mean, you do you, babe. Like it's better, I guess than cream cheese stuffed salmon, or maybe this is the second part of that journey, you can bogo. But I think Shannon is going to continue to be complicated. And in the ways that she has extreme discomfort with understanding that part of herself, I can 100% connect with that. Because I think most people have oftentimes some sort of blaring sign of like, this is how you behave. That's probably not helpful to living a helpful life Mm -mm. and trying to work through that and process that can be extremely difficult. And I connect a lot with Shannon's denial. I think that's (laughs) the thing. I do. I really do. I get it. I really do get that about her. And I... And in the ways that I, you know, everybody has a different kind of spiritual housewife. My definition of that in my life is oftentimes, you know, thinking through life uh, in the ways that Shannon thinks through life, just trying to make, you know, better decisions for myself.
1: That I, that I agree with all of that. I really still enjoy. I I do think there's still a levity to the way that Shannon's issues are kind of brought up and and even she is naturally when she's, basically breaking the fourth wall every five minutes that John uh, johnny's oh mentioned
0: Poor Shan. it's still
1: kind of i feel bad but it's also hilarious i guess
0: pray for shan so funny
1: I, I i will i'm gonna keep enjoying it but in the back of my mind there are certain moments this season where i'm, I'm getting a little quietly increasingly concerned about how this might look yeah. in a few years but i'm rooting for her that she'll pull it together i also think she should be more mad at Tamra, than Heather, but she will probably never see it that way.
0: Mm-mm. And I also,
1: I don't mind Heather Dubrow. I actually enjoy her on the show.
0: <laughs> Pray that Heather Dubrow stays on this show. They, you know, the cast just um, filmed the reunion mm-hmm. and there were some photos after, and I was surprised to see that Tamra and Heather, I don't know who else they were with, if anyone, maybe, was Taylor there too? I forget. But that certainly... Uh, Tamara and Heather went to dinner after and Shan went out with her glam and I was like okay Shan like live your best life like a hashtag fun Shan we love but also I I was surprised to see that Tamara and Heather
1: I am shocked
0: were you know having a little turtle time after that I was like okay so then this reunion might go in places
1: that I did not expect. And that actually gives me hope about the next season. I don't want Heather yes. to go to Be- Beverly Hills, even though she mm-hmm. is clearly rich enough. I think her energy and wealth is needed yes. for the OC. 100%. I don't like it, the, the pile on that happened. Well, that's been happening, but she can't handle herself just fine. And yep. it, I did see that picture, but I wasn't sure. I didn't, I was, it was like six in the morning. I didn't pay enough attention. I didn't know that was recent. That's actually very encouraging.
0: I think it was. No, I, it, I believe
1: you. No, no, no. I believe... I just was... It was early. Um, I was midway still listening to Drew's snippets at the same time. So it wasn't... Oh, God.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. There was a lot happening. Listen... <laughs> <laughs> this episode gave me literally everything that I needed and more. You need to come back because we need to talk about Salt Lake. There's Please. an awful lot. So you're coming back for a, um, another episode ASAP because, oh my God, the journey that we're about to go through, the journey that we're currently on, it's, there's a lot happening.
1: Yes. Nice start. Welcome back, Mary. I'm glad Heather has chilled out a little bit for her.
0: I know, for real. <laughs> we needed that chill in Salt Lake. I mean, a little bit more winter um, isn't a bad thing. Uh, listen, Michael Arsenault, tell the AGs where they can follow you, a little bit more about your books, all of that and more. Mention it all
1: please buy I Can't Date Jesus and I Don't Want to Die Poor. And if you're familiar with the first two, you can pre-order my next book. It's called I Finally Bought Some Jordans. It'll be out <laughs> in March. Um, you laugh. That's perfect. Um, it was hell writing in this book because the last few years have been insane, oh, but God. you'll hopefully I still make you laugh in the book and I'm really excited. There's also some more house real reality stuff spilled in there, but Thank you for having me. This is always fun. I'm going to come back super soon because I do want to talk about Salt Lake City.
0: Okay, good. And also more OC. We need to get into more OC. Yes.
1: And please feel better.
0: Thank you. I really am in so much pain. Actually, I, like, no, I, I'm okay <laughs> as long as I don't move. But then like you saw me right before we recorded, I had to like bend for something and
1: it's just like the most... Yeah, I was like, lay down, and... girl. don't, don't got to look at me. Just lay I down. <laughs> I get it. I'll look at you so guys.
0: Cool. Please, please follow Michael Arsenault for many reasons, but also because he has given me a lot of grace today, including in the fact that I was like at a certain point in the Zoom, you're just going to see me just laying straight down because I like can't contort my body into even like the smallest yoga position right now. Um, I'm so excited to read that book. Also, I once was very, very focused on getting my first pair of Jordans and then I forgot. And every now and then I look at the sneakers app and then I forget because it's like you have to like get them the day they come out. Exactly
1: how it happened for me. You relate to that chapter.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. I can't, I literally can't wait. I almost bought, uh there was a pair that Mariah do you know Mariah Smith? Do you know the Smith sisters? Yes,
1: I love them. Yes.
0: They're the best. And Mariah and I were having a back and forth about a pair of Jordans that she got that I was going to also get. And then I never ended up getting them. And then I've completely fell off. So my Jordan um chapter in my life hopefully will be complete at some point uh in the next calendar year. But in order to make that happen and so much more, join the Andy Scrolls Patreon, the number one way to support the podcast. You get exclusive Bonus episodes and so much more. A statement. It's official. Carl and Lindsay from Summer House, the ceremony is not moving forward and Carl sent out an email to his guests that of course very quickly went up on people.com so I am going to unpack that message and the messaging behind it and so much else on an upcoming Patreon episode so send me your satchels of gold, your thoughts and feels, questions and concerns about Lindsay and Carl, about Atlanta, about Salt Lake, about Orange County and about New York I would love, love, love to hear them. Um, You can instagram dm them to me at dame galley and please just include your first name in town you might hear them on an upcoming patreon app michael arsenault thanks so much for coming back oh my goodness thank you for having
1: me feel better
0: thank you so much um can't wait to um get a new back i can't wait for them to in- invent a bacchiotomy and pick that up at CVS uh any day now i'm sure that'll be the thing in the meantime guys thanks so much for listening and we will chat with you soon
1: Bye bye